Are you tired of spinning your wheels with ineffective marketing strategies? Do you dream of finding a way to grow your business while also giving back to your community? Well, have you thought about charitable auctions? Maybe you've tried them in the past and you feel stuck because you're tired of donating to auctions that haven't gone that well. Either the winners never bothered to redeem their gift certificates or the ones who did were so price sensitive that you wished you'd never heard from them in the first place. Or maybe you've wanted to try auction marketing, but you don't know where to start and the thought of a bunch of trial and error makes you want to lay down and take a nap. Well, we've just launched our brand new course, Rework Your Marketing with Charitable Auctions. In this course, you'll gain access to a comprehensive course that has been meticulously crafted over 18 years of our own trial and error in our portrait studio in the trenches of charitable auctions. In this course, we dive deep into the world of charitable auction marketing and uncovering the secrets to our success with this. From setting clear goals to identifying the best charities for your business, we'll show you how to navigate this powerful marketing strategy with confidence. But that's not all. You're also going to receive a treasure trove of exclusive resources, including customizable templates, vendor recommendations, and tracking spreadsheets. Picture this. You donate a portrait session to a local charity auction. Not only does your donation attract the attention of your ideal clients, but it also helps support a cause that you're passionate about. And with the tools and insights provided by this course, you'll be able to turn those auction winners into lifelong clients. So whether you're a seasoned pro or just starting out, now is the time to rework your marketing strategy with charitable auctions. Visit our website today, dotherework.com forward slash auctions, and take the first step toward transforming your business and making a difference in your community. Welcome to The Rework with Allison Tyler-Jones, a podcast dedicated to inspiring portrait photographers to uniquely brand, profitably price, and confidently sell their best work. Allison has been doing just that for the last 15 years, and she's proven that it's possible to create unforgettable art and run a portrait business that supports your family and your dreams. All it takes is a little rework. Episodes will include interviews with experts from in and outside of the photo industry, mini workshops, and behind-the-scenes secrets that Allison uses in her portrait studio every single day. She will challenge your thinking and inspire your confidence to create a profitable, sustainable portrait business you love through continually refining and reworking your business. Let's do the rework. You've heard about the three-step programs to success, five-step, 10-step. But what if I could tell you about a single thing that you could rework in your business that would change the way you sell, that would change the way your clients experience your service, and that would change your results in such a huge way, but very, very simply. Well, that's what we're going to do today. We're going to rework your client consultation. This audio is taken from our most popular Facebook Live where I break down the actual step-by-step client consultation that I do in our business, in my own portrait studio every single day with my clients. And if you want, you can go to 
dotherework.com and download the actual form that I'm taking you through in this audio. So let's get geared up for the holiday season, guys. Let's make it the best yet. Start with the end in mind. Provide our clients with an amazing experience all by reworking your client consultation. Welcome to The Rework. I am Allison Taylor-Jones, and I'm a portrait photographer, and I specialize in families and children, and I'm located in Mesa, Arizona, and I can't tell you how thrilled I am that you're here with me. I wanted to, before I kind of started on these consultations and all the things that we've been putting out on Facebook and Instagram for the last week, I wanted to give you a little bit of background about why I'm here. I wanted to tell you a little bit about my dad. He was an entrepreneur. He built custom horse trailers. For his clients. And he was an artistic genius. Nobody made horse trailers like my dad did, but he had some problems in the building of his business. And I just wonder if any of these things sound familiar to you because they definitely sound familiar to me. He was so excited to book a job that he became, he very much would overpromise and make promises. Like when, you know, some cowboy would say, I need this trailer in six weeks. And it was a trailer that took 12 weeks to build. Sure, I can get that done. No problem. So he couldn't actually deliver on that promise. And I saw that the stress of this as a kid was that we were always waiting for the next trailer to go out. When we were waiting to go on a vacation, we're getting ready to go to Disneyland and we got to wait for this next trailer to go out. Dad couldn't leave until he finished that next trailer. And my dad very much was just like a hamster on a wheel, just working all the hours there were to get the work done and never, never seeming to get ahead. I mean, he and my mom raised six great kids, obviously the number one, and he was able to support our family, but it literally killed him. Literally. He died at 64, way too young. And in my opinion, the stress of that life was one of the things that aided in his decline. And I see this same love of craft and dedication to clients in our industry. And I also see just way too many struggling photographers. So I've spent the last 12 years teaching, speaking, educating for some of you might have seen platforms that I've done on PPA for Professional Photographers of America. I've authored four photography books, but the real dream for me has always been to help more photographers. And so the rework is an education platform that I've been dreaming about for over 12 years. I've loved seeing the one I spoke or taught the impact that just a few little changes can have on a business. And I've seen that in my own business, that going and learning and implementing just a few little tweaks here and there can make the most amazing difference in your business. So the reason I haven't done it before now is because I really had to keep the main thing, the main thing. I had to keep my portrait business was my heart and soul. That's my main livelihood. And I was kind of doing a lot of what my dad was doing and just doing all the work and didn't have a lot of time. But I've been able to put together an amazing team in my business. And so now I just do the things that I'm the best at. And I've hired people to do the things that I'm not good at. And so I'm able to do, and what I love to do is I love to work with clients. I love to shoot. Those are the two things that I'm great at. And those are the only two things that I want to do. And so that's freed up a little bit of time in order for me to um, make a dream come true for me, which is to help photographers confidently price their work, profitably sell it, and to uniquely brand their businesses. And so I'm thrilled that you're here with me today, and I hope we can work on this stuff together. So what we're going to do is I would love for you to ask questions as we go along. I'm just going to go through 
the PDF that you were able to download, which is the handout for the three-step plan to client consultations, and then the client consultation form, we're going to go through these things together. So I'm super excited. What I would love for this to feel like is that you're just sitting in my office with me because you are, because this is my office. Just like your client, you're sitting, you are in the position of my clients. Normally they're not like straddled across me. That's, we're very close, but they're a little bit further away. So I want to talk to you about client consultations. So I find that while it's nice to get tips and tricks from things, I feel like the core principles that you can fall back on again and again and again are going to serve you way better in your business. And so that's what I want to talk about. For me, client consultation is a core principle because it's something that when I make tweaks to it, that is the thing that most immediately impacts my business right away. It makes things smoother. It makes my clients happier. And it just makes the whole process move better. So whether you're brand new to in-person sales, maybe you're revamping your system. You've been in business forever and you're like, I'm going to be here because she's like my friend and I kind of want to hear what she's saying, but I'm already doing consultations or you've been doing consultations, but it's not really going as well as you want. There's going to be something here for everybody. There's something here for me, even putting this together. I did a consultation yesterday and I was like, oh, I've been forgetting to ask that. So we're going to all learn together. It's going to be awesome. So the three-step plan to client consultations that will pre-sell your product. So strategy number one we want to talk about is your mindset. So what are the things that are holding you back? What are the problems that are happening? So if you are doing the consultations or you're not, throw some stuff in the comments about what is the problem? Are you afraid to do it? You think that your clients don't want to do it or won't do it? I know we're in COVID. And I'm going to talk a little bit about how I've been doing consultations on Zoom in, in a little bit. But what are what are the problems in your mind holding you back? So I'll tell you some of the problems that I think were happening, at least for me. One of the things that happens for me is I get too chatty. So I'm doing a consultation. They come in. I love my clients. I want to chat with them about their kids. I want to talk about the clothes that they're going to wear. We're going to talk all about how we're going to shoot the images, where we're going to shoot them, that sort of thing. Okay, I'm doing it but I find myself cutting off too soon. Okay, Um, need to type faster, keeping a straight track of mind, not booking because of price, not showing enough value, keeping on track. Okay, keeping on track, all of those things. So I think, you know, we're photographers, right? We're not mathematicians or, you know, neuroscientists. So we tend to, some some of us, a slight percentage might be just the teeniest bit attention deficit. And so, and we love our clients. So we want to get too chatty. So I find my biggest mistake is when I get too focused on, okay, what are you going to wear? Or how are we going to shoot this? Or what are all the concepts? And not enough about like what it is that we're actually shooting for. So go to your booklet. Let's go to the page that looks like the strategy Skip strategy one. You already know you need to shift your mindset. Go to strategy two. Okay, let's go to that page. And I want you to think about what is it that you want to know about this client? Okay, so what I want to know is I need to know what the scope of work is. What is it that we are shooting for? Are we shooting for the wall or are we shooting for an album? And so we're talking about that. We're going through those concepts. And then what do I want my client to know? I want them to know that this is going to be a different experience than they've ever experienced before. I want that to be patently obvious. Now they get that feeling when they walk into my studio because our studio is, is pretty great. But even when I was working from my home, 
I wanted them to have that feeling when they came into my home space. I wanted them to feel like, wow, this is really different. I want them to have that feeling when I talk to them the very first time on the phone, that every single interaction that I have with them is like, wow, that was amazing. Those girls have it together. They're totally taking care of me. So think about that for yourself. What is it that you want your clients to feel? Do you want them to feel, um, I want them to feel spoiled. I want them to feel lucky that they're here. I want them to feel like, I want them to have complete and total trust in me. Because you'll see with new clients, they'll come in and they're kind of like, okay, am I going to get sold to? Like, is this going to be super expensive? Like whenever you go into something new that you haven't done before, car dealership or whatever, you know, maybe it's landscaping, maybe it's something you're, maybe you're building a house and you're going to meeting with an interior designer. I don't know, whatever this, this situation that you haven't been in before, you're always kind of on your guard and you're thinking like, I don't want to be sold. I don't want people trying to talk me into stuff. Right. And when somebody comes in and it's just like, Hey, okay, give me the deal. What's the story with you? Tell me all about your life. And you soon realize they just need the information because that's how they're going to give you a price then you give them the information. And when they handle it in a certain way, then you know that you can completely trust them. So I want my clients to feel spoiled. I want them to feel that they can completely trust me, that I'm going to be the expert. They don't have to do anything. They don't have to send me their Pinterest board of all the ideas that they have. They can, but that's not necessary. I've already figured out what what it is that we're going to do. And then I want them to be excited. So this is going to be fun. So if we can get all of this price talk and everything out of the way in that consultation, and when you're talking about price in that first meeting, it's not as scary as when they're sitting there looking at the images and attaching the price to the images. It's much easier for them and because they're thinking of like, well, I don't have to do, I might even not do this. I might cancel it. So they're thinking it's fine. It's, it's all hypothetical at that point. And it is, they don't have to do it. So it just makes it less painful. Whereas they like you. Okay. So obviously you're a great person and you're an awesome photographer. You haven't talked price, right? So you've met, you did the consultation. You talked about the clothes. You talked about everything but price. Then you did the shoot. They saw that you ran around after their kids, that you killed yourself. You brought suckers for them. They had this amazing experience. And then they come and they, they're coming into the sales meeting with you. And they realize like this girl has, or guy has killed themselves for me. So they feel they love you. Their kids loved you. Of course they did. And now they're looking at these images that are amazing. And they had never been quoted a price up until this point. So in the back of their mind, they're still super scared. Think about how you would feel in this situation. You would feel like, I feel now so beholden to her or him. He's spent all this time. He's been amazing. And I, I have no idea, like, is this going to be $500? Is it going to be $200? Like, I, I don't know. All I know is I just paid a session fee. And then you show them all the stuff and then you tell them a price. And then they're like, whoa, I had no idea. And then they feel like, oh, so now you're holding my pictures hostage and you're going to charge that? Are you kidding me? Because you've never been quoted up until then. So we don't want that to happen. Back up and let's have all these conversations before we ever pick up a camera, because that allows them to then say, oh, you know what? I really totally want to do this and I see the value, but it's just not in the cards for us right now. And then they still are going to want to come to you when they're ready to do that, but they have the choice to get out of it then before you've done all the work. Now, historically, this industry has been set up to kind of trick people. 
I really do feel like that there are photographers that have worked like that. It's like, you know, oh, get them in a room and try to get them to buy all these images after you've, you know, created all the stuff and then they feel like they can't leave them. I don't like to work like that. And I don't like to be subjected to that kind of treatment. I want to know what's happening before we ever do it. I want to know about how much it's going to cost. I don't need to know exactly, but I need to know a range and then I'm going to be much happier. So that's, that's how we work. Okay. So Think about those things when you're filling out this form, this strategy number two, we're beginning with the end in mind. And we are going to, I want you to really think about how you want your clients to feel at every point of their interaction with you. And, you know, the first phone call might not be you. It might be somebody that works for you. And so is that person the right person that should be answering the phone call? If it's like your sister-in-law that's doing you a favor and she's a total brat and is not happy and is chewing gum on the phone, maybe that's not the best person to be doing that. So think of that in every way, every interaction. How do I want my client to feel when they have any kind of contact with my business? And then think of all of those times and make that as as good as it possibly can be. So back to my businesses, I want my clients to feel spoiled and cared for, that it will be easy. I want them to trust in me as an expert to lead them and excited that we're going to collaborate on a photographic project for their home. And then the other reason that they trust me is I've been completely transparent in what it is that we're doing and how much it costs. And so then they can choose to do it or not before I ever shoot anything. So we're all still friends. Okay. So let's talk about the first contact and that's where we're going to go to um, strategy three. I'm jumping around a little bit because we're going to go through this little handout, but then we're going to spend a lot of time on this form. So strategy number three is the consultation before the consultation. And that's the first contact that we have with our clients. So one of the, my pet peeves is when a client, you know, maybe they're coming off of an info at off of your website, a contact form. What are they normally saying? You know, send me, can you send me a price list and what, what are your packages? And as good, obedient, nice little photographers, how many people just send them off a PDF or spend all this time designing these beautiful like online magazines that have all your gorgeous images and then have pricing in it. And I say no to all of that because clients don't have any context for pricing at that point. They don't even need to know that information because we don't even know what we're doing. I don't know how it's going to be framed. I don't know what size it is. I don't know how many people are in their family. I don't know. I don't know what the price is going to be because everything's custom. Okay. So I don't believe in emailing the price list. What I do believe in is the soon as that info at hits your inbox. And usually those of you who've been in business for a while know that tends to happen. It might happen in the middle of the night, but sometimes it usually happens is right around drive time or morning, like eight, eight 30 in the morning. Do you feel like that's very normal? That's usually when our info apps come in. And so I want to be back to her as soon as possible. So rather than looking at your emails for the day and saying, oh, my lab emailed me and so-and-so emailed me and whatever, it's like, those are the hot ticket items. I Because that's when your client is thinking about portraits and she wants to talk to somebody right then. She's maybe she's in the carpool line and she's looking through her phone at your website and she wants to talk about it. Then I want to talk about it when she wants to talk about it. So our goal is that we want those those are like burning a hole in our inbox until we get back to them. And so we pick up the phone and if we can't pick up the phone, we'll send back an email really quick and just say, is today a good time? Can we chat? Or we'll try to call because on our info at, we have a little questionnaire that says the best time of day to contact you. And it'll say like between eight and 10, 10 to two, you know, whatever. There's like a range of times and they'll select one of those. And so if it's during that time when the emails come through, then Jessica will get on the phone and just call them right there. And if she doesn't get an answer because, you know, 
none of us answer our phone anymore because everything looks like spam, even if it doesn't say spam risk. So if she doesn't get an answer right away, she'll send a text and say, hi, this is Jessica with Alison Tyler Jones Photography. Just got your email. Do you have a minute to chat right now? And then boom, they'll call her. Oh yeah. And then they will answer. So it takes a little bit more time, but this is something that you don't want to automate. This is something that you want to jump on right away. So she'll get them on the phone. And then even though she's already asked it in the text, she gets them on the phone and she'll say, hi, do you have a minute to chat? And so then they'll say, well, I'm running into a doctor's appointment or whatever. I'm sitting in carpooling. Then that's generally not the best time to chat. So she can set up another time to do that. But if they do have time, then she has this right in front of her, this client consultation form. And this is where we start with this. Okay. So this format is laid out in the order, sort of in the order that you're going to have these conversations with your clients. Now, the very first page is the client information and then all the appointments that you're setting for them. So we have this on the front page because this is a working document that we have in our folders that is going through and following the job through their order. So that's why that's on the front. But where we really start is on page two. And so you'll see at the top, it says first phone call. So Jessica will get on the phone and say, you know, hey, this is Jessica with Allison Tyler Jones. Is this a good time to talk? Do you have a few minutes to talk about your portrait session? Sure. And so then she'll just say, okay, so give me a little bit of it. Cause they might say, they might jump the gun and say, yeah, I just was interested in pricing and like how much your um, packages are or whatever. And so then Jessica will just take a deep breath. And when you're first starting this, I can't overestimate how important this is. Even if you aren't just starting it, you need to just friggin' calm down. I know that's a joke that I'm talking this fast when I'm telling you to calm down, but really is just take a deep breath. And just be in that moment with that client. You're having a conversation with a friend and you're talking about a project that you're planning. So tell me, give me a little bit of info. Tell me about your family. Why now? Why are we doing this now? Now, we already have that information because they usually filled it out on the info app, but we still want to hear them say it. Well, my eldest is leaving, they're graduating, and we want to do the last family picture. That's a really common, common, common. Um, I have a senior, you know, whatever. You guys know that usually, Portrait sessions are geared around an event that is happening if you are a portrait photographer. So we note that down. And then she'll say, how did you hear about Allison? And then she'll tell us that information. And then she says, have you been to our website? Uh, have you seen our website? So the reason we're asking this is not just to put in some weird database, but I want to know when they say how they heard about us, if, well, we're really good friends with the XYZ family and we just have loved their cards for years and we love the stuff that's on their wall. So then I know, okay, they're with one of our really good clients. They've been referred by somebody that's very qualified. And so that's kind of a warmer lead. If they're like, how did you hear about us? I just saw you on Google or I saw you, I've been following you on Instagram for years. That's also those have become so warm, which I love that because people feel like they know you on social media. It used to be when people said Google, they weren't qualified at all, but now it's not, not so much the case. Then I will ask them, the reason we ask is, have you been to our website? Is that if they have not been to our website and they're just calling around for photographers, they might not know that we are only studio portrait photographers because we only work in studio. They might think that we're going to go out into the desert or something and we're, and we're not going to do that. So that way they can say, you know, they're, oh yeah, I love her style. You know, I love the gray background or whatever, you know, so it's just giving us more information. So this is just kind of a warm up to be able to, we're having a conversation. We start down this road. And then I want to know, have you been photographed professionally before? And that 
tells me a lot. And then by whom? And so they, I usually don't know who they're talking about because it might be somebody that like is their sister-in-law that has a nice camera or whatever. But there are a few names of other photographers in my market who are awesome and I know have legitimate businesses. And so that's always great when you have somebody that's worked with another professional that's working at a similar level. That's always like a great sign. And so then it requires less education on your part. So if they're coming through and they're saying, you know, why they're doing it, they heard about us on Google, they've not been to our website, and they've never been photographed professionally before, then there's going to be more education. Okay. And then um, I will ask, you know, what type of portraiture do you already own? 99.9% will say location. You know, we've been doing it every year for holiday cards or We've never done it. Um, maybe we did it once in Hawaii or my sister's wedding, whatever. And so I just want to know what they have. Then I'll ask them, and this is in red on your form, and you'll see it says, what have you done with those images? Because I want to know, do they have anything on their wall? Do they have any albums? What have they been doing with the images? This is also going to tell me if they're a DIY. Like if they are, I do my own holiday cards every year. I just need pictures for Facebook, whatever. So it just gives me an idea of, where they're coming from and why it is that they want, why they're looking for imagery in the first place. And they're like, well, most people, I would say 80% say, well, they're just all on my computer. I haven't done anything with them. Some will say I printed some canvases at uh, Shutterfly or Costco. Those seem to be the two things. And so then we'll talk about, Jessica, we'll kind of go over, well, you know, what is it that you're thinking about? Is it the family together? Is it just the kids, you know, and kind of get an idea of the different photographic concepts, like the groupings that they're interested in. And then she'll say, okay, so give me the rundown on the kids. Tell me about the family. And then if this is, if the client has time to do this, then she'll get the names of the kids and the ages. And I usually do the birthdays when I do the consultation, because that's a little bit more detail and time. And it's easier to do that when she, they're sitting with me. So before I go any further, let me just say on this form, it's very fluid. So these aren't like, you don't have to ask them in exact order. And when you have a script, sometimes it can get very scripty and a little bit too stiff. And so we don't do that. Like make this, make your own words. You know, you can cut and paste and create your own so that it sounds like a human being and not like, well, how did you hear about us? You know, and you guys know that you're not, you're not dumb. Okay. So just when you're talking about the family, all of these things for you rule followers out there, I know with the photographic community, there's probably only maybe half a person on here that's a rule follower. But for that half a person, you don't have to fill out every single thing in that phone call because this part where we have the family info, this can get a little detailed. And I do when I'm doing the consultation with the client in person or on Zoom, that's when I'm going to get more of that detail. But this is Jessica's a mom and she has four kids. And so she'll say, well, tell me about your kids. You know, okay, how many do you have? Okay, the oldest. So sometimes this comes to me in the consultation and it will just say oldest boy, you know, male, eight years old, four years old, two, six years old. And it might be just like the ages of the kids and the sex of them. And it might not even have the names on it. So I can finish filling that out. But you can certainly be talking about, oh I, my gosh, I love four-year-olds. That's like the cutest age. I have a four-year-old or I have an eight-year-old or whatever. And so you're just connecting with them and talking to them about their family and what they love about their kids. Okay, so Cassandra just asked, are you asking all of these questions before or after they've booked? So this is before. This is before we're talking pricing or anything. We're just having a conversation. Now, in the mix of this, somebody might say, well, 
can you just tell me like what your session fee is or whatever? And then of course, I'm not going to say, okay, well, hold on a minute. I'm not done filling out the form. I got to fill this up before I can answer your question. Of course, I'm going to answer that question, but I can't answer the session fee question until I know how many people were photographing. So I would say, well, you know what? Let me just get a little bit of more information. How many kids do you have? Okay. So then I know because my session fee is based on how many people were shooting. So they get that. That makes sense. Okay. So yes, because what I want to do, I can't quote them prices and I can't book anything until I know why we're doing this, what they want and how many people are going to be in the picture. Okay. So somewhere along the line, they might say, okay, well, yeah, this is great. So is there a session fee? Like how much does this cost? You know, what's the deal? If we get to that, Jessica will say, we work a little different than most photographers. We specialize in finished product. That means wall art for your home or custom design album. And so to achieve that best product for your family, each of our portrait sessions is comprised of three separate appointments. Okay. So we'll set a consultation with Allison where she'll sit down with you and she'll talk about your home, your walls. And Allison believes in being very transparent. So she wants you to know before you leave that consultation, you're going to know exactly what the investment is involved because she doesn't like anybody to have any surprises. Then we'll schedule your, so we'll schedule your consultation. We'll schedule your session. And then about a week later, then we'll schedule your view and order session. So now sometimes people will say, well, can I just schedule the consultation? It's not exactly sure about the dates for the the session yet. And then you can tell because they're unsure and they want to be quoted some pricing before they book completely fine. Totally fine. Most people book all three appointments, but sometimes they just do that. So these other questions that are on this page before we got to that is this is if you have time and they're really into talking about their family. I just like this information. Some of these questions I'm asking during the consultation. So whatever Jessica doesn't, I'm like the cleanup batter. Whatever she doesn't get, I'm in the first contact, I'm going to get. So some people do not have a lot of time. They need to just get it booked. And then we're going to ask them a few little questions and get, get get to the quoting and the session fee and then get them booked. And so when she's booking them, you'll see underneath that little, that little wording. And I just put that on there. Not that I think you have to say that. It's just, sometimes I feel like it's helpful to hear what other people are saying. It gives you an idea of how you could word that yourself. And so if you come up with something better that works better for you, I would love for you to DM me or email me about that because I think I'm always looking to improve. Okay. So once they're saying, yeah, we're doing it, we're booking it. We've got the times and everything. She'll say, Um, Okay, so the consultation is going to take about 30 to 45 minutes. The shoot will be about 40 minutes to an hour, depending if you have a very large family, might be 90 minutes. And then the view and order session, we set aside 90 minutes that we will for sure need to have your husband with you because if he doesn't come, it's just not as fun. We need him to be there. And then she tells him, I'm going to send you an email with all of these dates confirming everything and with your receipt for payment. And then we accept the session fee right then. We reconfirm all the date, time, location, obviously is here for us, is here at the studio. And then she thanks them and tells them how excited she is to meet their family. So that's how that goes. That's the first contact. Now, another thing that I almost forgot, one thing that Jessica will do is she will quote the session fee, but then she will also say, when she says we work a little different, Allison specializes in finished product, which is wall art for your home. She'll say, you know, our framed wall portraits start at X, um, our albums start around whatever most of our clients spend north of X. And so then you will know immediately somebody, they'll just go, okay, so when can we book? Or they'll go, okay, um, I've got to talk to my husband, which is just code for, I don't want to do this right now. And so that's okay. It's interesting to me how many people might've called us a year or two ago 
And then they call back and they're like, we're finally ready to do it. We're so excited because we've spent all that time with them on the phone and we wanted to know about their family because we really do care and we want to create something amazing for their home. But if they don't need something on the walls of their home or a custom designed album, then they they don't need us. Like if they just need digital files to do minted cards or whatever, then they don't need us for that. They need us for when it counts, it's got to go on the wall or it's going to go on an album. So so we're, we're fine with that. So um, then you've got, you know, your billing info on there and all that. So the next part that we go to is how's everybody doing? Do we have questions? Yeah. Do you find that your clients respect your consultation appointment, even if they've scheduled their portrait session? I worry our clients would try to skip the consultation appointment if they know when their portrait session is. Oh, there is no way these people are skipping the consultation appointment. Because Jessica has set it up that that is when Allison is going. She doesn't ever like surprises. She believes in complete transparency. So you will leave that session knowing what you're supposed to wear. And you are going to leave having a very clear idea of what your investment is. So how much it's going to cost you and what you're going to wear, they're not skipping anything. They might reschedule it if it comes up against their calendar and they can't make it and we need to move it. That's fine. They don't miss the concept. Never. They don't miss it. They have to have it. You take the session fee right there on the first call. Wow. Absolutely. Absolutely. Because I can't reserve the time without having that confirmed. And sometimes they'll ask you that. Ooh, this is a really good one. Do you refund the session fee if they don't want to go ahead with the session? Absolutely. For sure. So let's just say that that happened. They booked the session. They come in for the consultation. This probably happens. I don't know, Jessica, what do you think? Like maybe once or twice a year, if that, but it used to be a little bit more, but once or twice a year. You'll get somebody that like, maybe they were afraid to tell their husband and they went ahead and booked and hoped it was going to work out. And then they told him and he was like, no way. And so they'll constantly say, I'm really sorry. It's just not in the cards for us right now. Or maybe something happened. Like they had to spend money on something else. A car broke down, whatever. I mean, something happened. So that every now and then that will happen. And they'll say, we're so sorry, but we really do want to come, but we just can't do it right now. So of course we will refund the session fee. Most people though, I would say if they have to change or something, then they'll just let it ride. And that's where it helps to have a Jessica in your life is that if she's feeling like they're they're kind of like, well, okay, I guess it'll be all right. So I got to give that to you right now. She'll say, you know what? Let's just schedule the consultation. And then you can just book it with Allison when you come for the consultation. And so that might be if they're just feeling a little bit hesitant or if they're using minimizing language, well, I can need, just need a little, I don't really need a lot. Like this, this can be, you don't have any mini sessions. You know, maybe they might not be super qualified, but maybe they are. And maybe they're just a little bit nervous or worried, or maybe they've been taken over a ride by another photographer in the past. Who knows what happens to people? So I just want them to feel like totally comfortable. This is going to be no big deal. You don't have to do anything and nobody is holding anything hostage for you. You are going to know before you ever buy a dress to come show up in this picture, you're going to know exactly how much it's going to cost. And then when they come to look at the portraits later, then it's just, then we're just having fun and it's not a big, scary thing. Okay. So, okay. Hang on. Let me just see if there's any other questions that I missed. Do you have an in-person consultation appointment or planning appointment once they have booked? Yes. So we book all three of those appointments if we can. So we'll do the consultation. That can be like a month or two before the appointment if the session is out a little ways. Usually it's about, I don't know, three weeks before because especially with COVID right now, this is one thing that I've noticed is it's really hard for people to get clothes. So they can't just like run to Nordstrom and pick up a bunch of stuff now. Like they, they're having to order and it's not really working out very easily. So I would say maybe book that session out ahead of time. 
Okay, I had my first in-person consultation with a new client. And even though they had the pricing in front of them and I mentioned prices when showing samples, I knew there was a chance they wouldn't know how much we were talking about spending. I sent them proposals based on what they were looking for. She immediately backtracked and wanted digitals only. Okay, I cheaped out and immediately increased my digital pricing afterwards. Gave her my lower price. Anyway, went ahead with the shoot. It was awesome. Any tips on how I can bring this sale back during the sales session? It's a multi-gen. Yeah, that's that's pretty specific. But again, I, I don't have digital. I'm not saying this is the, the way to do it. I'm just saying in, in my business, I don't sell printable digital files as a product. They do get social media files with anything that goes on the wall or in an album. And so that wouldn't have happened for me just because it's not an option for them. Um, Amy said, I want them to trust me and value me so they don't feel the need to add to the scope, like slip it in, bring my dog to this other location, even after the contract is signed. Okay, so that's interesting. So I don't even have a contract, but that's what the consultation is for. So let's go to the consultation, the actual consultation. We're talking about the portrait design plan. So this is what I'm working at when they are sitting in front of me. We are in my office or on a Zoom call. And we're talking about, you know, that we're excited to be shooting your family. Then I'm asked, I'm filling in blanks that Jessica wasn't able to fill in. I'm talking to them, like, tell me more about this kid that's into karate. Tell me more about your twins. I have twins, you know, that kind of thing. And so then I'll say, okay, so in your mind, like, what is the most important picture? Like, if we only got one portrait, what is it? For most portrait clients, that's going to be the family, or maybe it's all the kids together or whatever, you know, everybody has a different idea. So I will mark on that where you see this W and A, if it's family together, that has a number one next to it. So I know that that is our number one most important thing. And so then I'll say, okay, so where is that portrait living? Is that going on the wall? You know, where in your house is that going to live? And so then they might say, oh, I don't know. I have no idea. So Okay, what are the options above the fireplace, above the sofa? So we talk about the house, okay? Then, you know, what's the number two? Where is that going? Is that going in a wall or is that going in an album? And they don't always have an answer for that, especially if they're brand new. They're like, well, I never thought about that. I have no idea. Can we just take the pictures and just see what comes out? And then we can decide then. And then I just say, you know, we only have so much good energy when we're shooting. And I don't like to stress the kids out. So if we're only shooting for the family together, if that is our most important thing and that is all we need, that's all we're going to do and put on the wall, then let's just work that, make it great. And then we won't stress the kids out and do all the other stuff. The other stuff isn't necessary. If there's no place for that image to go, then we don't need to shoot it. And so that just communicates in a super nice way. It's just like there's no other industry that is going to bring you all of these options and let you go, maybe that one, maybe that one, maybe that one. I mean, retail, right? Or food, but custom commissioned work. You don't go to the attorney and they write three different contracts and only charge you for the one that you pick, the one that you like the language and the best. No, he's the expert. He takes the information that you give him. He creates the best contract for you and you pay him for that. So what I want is I want us to quit working on spec, meaning on speculation, just trying to take a bunch of pictures and hope they buy them. That's not how we're going to work anymore. We're being an artist, we're being an expert, and we are doing custom commissioned artwork. And this is how it's done. It's, we're defining the scope of the work. And that's a term used from the interior design world, from the construction world, is that a guy doesn't build you three different houses and then you decide which one you want. It's you decide, this is how many kids I have, this is how we live, they design it, and then you love it and you pay them for it. That's what we're doing, Okay. So then after we've, we've talked about what it is that we're doing, where that image is going, then we'll say, 
over the fireplace. You know, fireplaces tend to be about this size. And so behind me, you can see this is my office. I would say, well, you know, uh, a statement piece might be this size, you know, 30 by 40, 20 by 30, and a 20 by 30 is this much, and a 30 by 40 is this much. So that kind of gives you an idea of what that would be. And so that's it. Like, there doesn't need to be any scariness. It's just, how much is it? They want to know, and so tell them. And then once we kind of get that idea, and then I'll say, okay, do you have any other questions about pricing? Because sometimes they might say, well... I'm not really sure if I want to do a gallery. I know I want to do the big family. I know for sure I want me and my husband. I know I want me and the boys, dad and the girls, that, that sort of thing. And so then I'll go through and say, okay, is that going in a wall or in an album? And I felt like for so many years before I started doing it, life was trickery that you needed to overcome objections and all of this kind of thing. And that's just simply not necessary. I value, then let's do business together. And if you, if it's not in the card. So, okay, so one question. Yeah. So Dennis is wondering, he shoots at the beach and 90% of his clients are there on holiday. So their gallery is online um, and he chats with them on the phone. But so he's kind of curious about what you recommend. Okay. So the tourist, so if you didn't hear Jessica, Dennis was talking about, he's a, a location photographer in a tourist destination doing beach portraits. And so how do you handle that? I would do the consultation remotely. Now, what happens with sometimes with the beach thing is that they're there, they walked by your studio, they're super excited, they just want to do it. So then that's a phone call. So then I would just run through this form and adapt it for your own use because with a beach portrait, maybe you're not going to be doing all of these different things because mainly they just want the feel, right? But if I was doing beach portraits and I have done beach portraits, we used to do like location sessions and we come back and sell them because our clients, a lot of our clients go to the Newport Beach for the beach sessions is I would just say, okay, so where is the, if the main picture is the family, where will that live in your home? Is that going to be the main portrait, like over your mantle, over the sofa? Is that going to be in your entry? Or is that something that's going to be added to a gallery? Like, where is that going? That's something that most people do not consider. They just think that they're getting digital files and that they're going to kick that can down the road and think about it later. So then you're automatically, you're letting them know, I specialize in finished art. Where is this going? And then they know that they're going to be making that decision. Oh, it's going over a fireplace. Okay. And so you can just have that conversation with them. Then I would also, because, you know, if they're on vacation, it's going to kill them to get all those kids together and at least be groomed to get the picture done. They don't want to come spend time in your studio afterwards, generally. So I would say, let them finish their vacation and then just say, we will look at these on Zoom after you're home. But you need to have quoted them prices and establish what it is that you're shooting for. So if it's just the family, but if they're like, no, I want individuals of each of my kids and I want the kids running into the surf and the sunset and the silhouette and the, okay, where are those going? Is that, is that a storytelling album that we're creating of your beach vacation? Or is this something that when you go back to where you live, that's not by the beach, that you're reminded of how amazing your vacation was and how much your family loves the beach and like all of those great memories? Because that could be, a single iconic piece. It could be companion pieces. It could be a gallery or it could be a storybook. Okay, we have another question about charity events like silent auctions. They don't want to bait and switch. So you need a better pre-consult for these clients that come in. For sure. Yes, for sure. So depending on the auction, sometimes those could be really tricky and they will feel baited and switched. So I would, uh, one of the things that we try to ask is we'll just say, okay, so we work a little differently than most photographers that just that same, I mean, honestly, that grain thing, we, we say that all the time, 
especially as a finished product, meaning wall art for your home or custom designed albums. So depending on how you set up your auction offer, you know, with us, we'll generally do like something that will include the session fee and maybe like a framed 11 by 16 or something like that. We'll just say, is this something that you're, does it look like that you're wanting to create something that that the 11 by 16 will go in like your gallery into a secondary place? Or do we want to apply that to something larger and maybe do an album? Of course, you don't have to decide that right now. Allison can discuss that with you in your consultation with her. Or are you just looking to get what you got out of this gift certificate? And so if they're like, no, I absolutely do not want to spend one more dollar than what was in my gift certificate. I only just wanted to spend what I spent. Then I know a couple of things. That session is not going to be booked on a Saturday. It's not going to be booked on a hot, like really, you know, an amazing day for me. It's going to be a Tuesday afternoon at whatever, like it's going to fit in with my schedule because first of all, I gave that to that charity, right? And it's funny that you would ask that because we literally just had this conversation yesterday because Jessica was like, okay, so you don't want me to book it like on a weekend or whatever. And I'm like, no, what I would just say is something like, as you can imagine, this is something that we gave free to the auction. And by the way, thank you so much for supporting XYZ auction. So you're calling out that like, we're working for free. Okay. Because some people go to those auctions and they're just looking for deals. But what we want is the people that are truly philanthropic and want to support local business, right? So if they are complaining about when you're setting up that time with them, that's, anyway, that's just a thought. We're kind of going a little far afield here on that, but sometimes those things come up and you need to have words to handle them. Okay. So um, as we go along in this form, again, like I said, I don't necessarily go in exactly this order, but I will say like, where is that going in your home? Tell me about your house. So I want them to tell me about their family. But I also want them to tell me about their house. Like, how is it decorated? Are you super modern contemporary or modern farmhouse? Are you restoration hardware? Do you like industrial? Are you super traditional? Because that's going to give me an idea of how we might frame something and then also where those images might be going. Because in a contemporary house, for creating contemporary pieces of art, those might be in really different places than a super traditional, like over a sofa or over a mantle. Then I'll ask them, like, do you have an interior designer that you're working with? And I would say maybe half of our clients do work with interior designers, but half of them don't. But they love to be asked that because it's like, well, maybe I might be, you know, and they know that I work with interior designers. And so that kind of cements my expertise. And like, I'm not going to tell you the wrong frame. Like, it's just, it it cements the trust, the expertise. We'll talk about their favorite room in their home. And then we also talk about where is that going to live? Potential areas in the home for portrait art. And so we'll talk about those places and I'll write notes about that. And then on the back is on the form that we actually use in our studio, I have the actual prices, the price ranges. So that helps Jessica to be able to give them ranges when she's on the phone with them. So have that when you recreate this form for you, make sure that you have those prices for your uh, employees and even for yourself, just so that you don't have to pull out a price list and look at it. You can just say, okay, well, statement pieces start at whatever and go to whatever, you know, so they just can get an idea of how much that's going to be. So that is kind of the form. I feel like we went really fast and did lots and lots of things. Lisa has a quick question. Yes. She's wondering what does the questions about concept and meaning mean? Oh, did we put yeah. that on there? I, I'm so excited. Okay. Hang on. Concept and meaning. Oh, okay. So concept and meaning to me is like, what is the concept of this portrait and what is the meaning? So meaning is like, I don't like to just have a nice picture of your family. Like I feel like anybody can get that for you. I want to have something that is really like, so your kids, you know, so meaning it might be maybe somebody's wearing a necklace or a grandpa's watch, somebody that's no longer there in your family, 
do you have something that has like a meaning uh, like generations gone by? So that when you look at that image, nobody else would know that those were grandma's earrings, but you know. And so it just gives a layer of meaning to that image. And I think that's special. And people love to think about that. It's more than just like get the cute coordinated outfits, drag them down here and put them in front of my camera. It's just building on that experience for them and making it more special. So that's what that is. And then the concept goes back to the, all the things about it, like exactly what we're shooting for. Like, are we doing dad and the boys, mom and the girls? Is there a dog? Is there a Just celebrating an event? Right. Is, is there graduating? somebody graduating? Is something amazing happening? Like do we maybe, you know, I can't tell you how many people I photographed their family because they say that their oldest is leaving home and they are going to miss them and they want to do the last family picture. And to find out that like a month earlier, this just happened two days ago, a month earlier, they celebrated their 20th wedding anniversary. I'm like, oh, so you weren't going to tell me about that. You know? So it's all of those things. You want to know that because then you're celebrating with them during the session. And so all of these things, then when I pull this out before the session and I have the riches before me and I know like, oh, so you're into karate. Mm-hmm. Somebody tells me that you can break a board with your head. You know, they love that. And we'll talk about client experience and the shoots and, and some different things that we're doing coming up. But I just wanted you to have, I've talked about consultations for years. I've sent out our client consultation form in a stripped down version from this. This is much more robust because we are constantly tweaking that and working on that. And I will tell you that honestly, I'm constantly working on a consultation. I'm constantly just tweaking it, working it, talking about it a little bit differently, taking notes a little bit differently, doing it a little bit differently. And then this time, you know, with the pandemic, we've definitely been doing more more consultations via Zoom. And so that has been, I found fine. As long as we set the expectation that they're not doing it in their car on their phone, Jessica's saying, we're going to schedule a Zoom consultation for you. When is a time that you can be at your computer and not have your kids on your face? And so they know they need to schedule that time to be able to focus and have the attention. And it's been great because I've even had clients, you know, they'll do it on their laptop and then they're walking around their house and showing me their house. And it's wonderful. So I'm finding like, ooh, this is actually really cool because, you know, we're in a big city and it's 20 minutes to get here and traffic and everything. And I think that might be a way that can make it a lot easier. I prefer to do it in person. I will also go to my clients' homes, depending on who they've been referred by and whatever we can go if they, or if they want me to, if they say, well, I've heard that you'll come out to my house and measure and take pictures. And then that's a very qualified client, even if they're saying that, because I know they want things to go on their wall. And so I'm going to go out there and I'm going to take the pictures and I'm going to measure and that's going to be great. And we can do the consultation at their house. And so I just, you know, take this form with me and let it do all the things that it needs to do. Okay. Anything? Let's go to Q and A. Um, what do you do when they say something like they just want a few eight by 10 when they're big? Oh, I'm, I'm ready to get a big picture. I want like an eight by 10. I want to, I just want to do, we're going to do a lot. We're going to do, I need like at least 28 by 10s, right? Yeah. So Jessica would say, um, when people ask that on the first phone call, or I would say it is absolutely once we've have something on the wall or an album, then eight by 10 is smaller is what we call gift prints. And those are available to you once we put something on the wall or we've created an album for you. Same with holiday cards. Can you do holiday cards? Yes. Holiday cards and gift prints are sold as an add-on to any wall portrait or album. Okay. And then Dennis is wondering if it's best to get away from canvas wall prints. I know you have opinions. I know. You know, I got in trouble the other day about that. I am getting away from canvas 
just because I've never totally loved it. Where I will do it is if we have art that's facing, like if we're doing, if you can see behind me, the darker background, you can see with glass in front of it, it tends to really glare. And so that's where sometimes a canvas is better because it has less glare. But I just love the fine art prints so much that we're spraying those and not putting glass on them if it's dark. So I am actually getting away from canvas, but that doesn't mean you should. And you still do canvas framed. Right. We'll do framed canvas, but gallery wrap with no frame on it. I don't do that at all. I've never liked the look of it. And now I feel like it's just so, you know, Shutterfly, Costco doesn't do it anymore, but they did it for years. Um, I think it's just, it's not really that special anymore, but even, even when I was doing the gallery up canvases, I would use white house custom color. They have the two and a half inch deep canvas. So I never did the one and a half inch canvas. It was always the two and a half inch deep. So, because that's more special, it looks more like a box on the wall. It's, it's cooler. Or I would do a one and a half inch deep canvas with a floater frame on it. And so I'll still do that. There, there are some interiors that that's just perfect for. So it really just depends, but I don't, like canvas is not my most favorite thing ever, but when it's framed, I love it. I just don't like it with the gallery wrap without a frame, but that doesn't mean that it's wrong for you. Okay, they're wondering, um, Emily's wondering which lab you use for your frames. Uh, well, in our building here, uh, when I came into this studio, I made my custom framer come into this building with me. I made him close down where he was located and I made him come with me. And so I actually am fortunate enough to have my custom framer in my building. But that's also something that we're going to be doing something on in the future, talking about like how to work with a custom framer. But you can develop that relationship with a custom framer in your town. Or there are labs like White House does framing. There are other labs that do framing. I don't have any right off the top of my head, but there are a lot of labs that will do framing for you. So thank you so much for coming and being here with me. And I hope that this was valuable to you in some way. I hope that you learned something, but go away and then take the time. And this last page, I want you to list top three actions that you're going to take to rework your consultation. What are you going to do? Are you going to call back quicker and not send your price list? That would be an amazing thing to start with. Are you going to start quoting prices earlier? What are the things that you are going to do right away? And what I would love for you to do, it would be the hugest favor that you could do for me, is if you feel like there's something that I didn't cover that you really, really needed, please email me or DM me. If you felt like something about this was valuable, that you had an aha moment, like, oh my gosh, I never thought about whatever. I would love to hear that too. So anything that you have that we, how we can do better to support you better, I would love to know that because I would love to help make your business amazing and great. And how we do that is just by constantly reworking and being better all the time. So thank you so much for being with us. Have a great evening and we'll talk soon. You can find more great resources from Allison at dotherework.com and on Instagram at do.the.rework. 